Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church, advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. For our scripture reading today, we're reading from the book of Matthew and the New Testament, chapter 11, verses 16 through 19 to begin. 
But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another, saying, we played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The Son of God came eating and drinking, and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. We'll go on now to verses 25 to 30. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Mother, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, Mother, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except God, and no one knows God except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Thanks be to God. of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. I accept this stole and wear it as a symbol of our covenant to serve Christ together. Sometimes the burdens will be heavy, but we are bound together in Christ. Jesus has promised that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So I ask for your prayers and I promise my faithfulness. Sound familiar? Oh, good. <laughs> Those were my words to you that I spoke during our ritual last week. They are also words that we heard in the scripture reading today. There are some other things that I'll share in my message that might be familiar to some of you since I was honored to be a guest preacher here before and shared some of the story, and I know it's something you would never forget. But, just in case, I do apologize for being repetitious. But it's my story, and yes, I'm sticking to it, as they say. So I was introduced to the concept of yoke in this scripture by my high school Spanish teacher. I did not attend a private Christian school. I just knew that Miss Chambliss was a Christian because she and another teacher owned a Christian bookstore. 
and this information was shared with me. I was new to the school. I attended three different high schools. I started high school in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, continued high school in Hollis, New Hampshire, and then attended Hernando High School in Brooksville, Florida, for, just for my senior year. And you're wondering, why? Well, I'm not going to tell you. No, I, <laughs> well, I just think we should save it for um, our get, get acquainted gatherings. So during that senior year, during a difficult time, no doubt related to adjusting to a new school, God told me to talk to Ms. Chambliss. Again, we can talk more about that when we meet. So I approached her the next morning as she stood at her open door, watching the hallway chaos as we made our way to homeroom. And I did indeed tell her that God told me to talk to her. And she said, okay, and invited me to come to her classroom after school. During our time together, I shared with her how I was struggling, and I also talked about my faith. I am a cradle Methodist, baptized in the Methodist Church in Chicago, where I was born. Our denomination became the United Methodist Church the following year. My mom and her parents are Methodist, and she raised me in the church some of the time as a single parent, and some of the time while married to my stepfather. In New Hampshire, we didn't find a church community. Life was busy on the weekends. When I decided to move to Florida to live with my grandmother, it was during the season of Lent. I remember this because my mom and I finally decided to go to church, and it was on a Thursday, Maundy Thursday. I was 17 years old. I remember saying to my mom while we were sitting there and waiting for the service to start, I said, you know, I'm going to become a born-again Christian when I go down there. I remember her saying that, and she said, oh, okay. <laughs> and I had no idea what that meant. I just was feeling that I really wanted everything to be just okay. I wanted to know that I wasn't going to have problems and that I was going to go off and just... God would take care of me, and so I thought that's what I meant. I told some of this story to Ms. Chambliss, and on her drive to school that morning, as she was driving through the parking lot, she said that the scripture came to her, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. During our visit, it became clear to her why the scripture had been given to her and put on, put on her heart and in her mind. She said that a yoke on cattle must fit just right for it to function. We talked about what I was taking on that didn't fit me nor allowed me to do my task. I was overwhelmed. She then showed me a rock. It was a, it was a decorative piece, something like you might buy at a Hallmark store that had a, a plaque on it that sat on her desk. And she read it to me, and it said, God is ready to assume full responsibility for the life totally yielded to God. She set me on a journey of reflecting on what it all meant to me. And that was in the fall 
By the spring and the Easter season, I had grown deeper in my faith thanks to a great church youth group and good friends. I claim April 7, 1985 as my born-again day. It's the day I gave my testimony in church. It was a youth Sunday, and I shared how I had been moved by a song that was sung by the choir in the Easter cantata. See how important you are, choir? <laughs> the song was, Can I Trust You? It was a question that Jesus was asking the disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. And I said, yes. I wanted to follow Jesus, and I wanted to follow Jesus in word and in deed. And this commitment evolved over, over my lifetime through campus ministry at the University of Florida and eventually to full ordination in the United Methodist Church. See, the stole is yoked at the back of the neck, and it hangs straight down from the shoulders. And they vary in widths and colors and textures, and the colors can change with the liturgical colors in the church. I, I put on the stole to take on the yoke of Christ. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The yoke of Christ fits each of us uniquely. We aren't meant to keep carrying the heavy burdens when we put on the yoke. Learning from Jesus is how we learn to lay our burdens down, or perhaps how they transform into light. My burden is light. Of course, we know that the injustices of this world are not light, and that following Jesus and even if we're so bold as to pray, break my heart for what breaks yours, is not light, as in it's not fluff. But perhaps it's like an enlightenment, an awareness, a spiritual depth that is being fully in this world, but not of it. And I know it can get all mumbled and jumbled because words, <laughs> because people, because Jesus is great, but his followers. <laughs> so I ask for your prayers, and I promise my faithfulness. This is my story as a disciple of Jesus Christ, and there's more to the story. But thank you for being a part of the new chapter. Amen.
You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week. And she shall gather lambs, the lambs with his arms, with his arms. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, and he shall gather the lambs with his arms, with his arms, and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young and gently lead those and lily those that are with young come on to Yeah.
find 